Hello, and welcome to Conversations Between Widows. I am one of the co-hosts, Tanya Wilson. And I'm your other co-host, LaSharma Jefferson. And we're bringing you weekly conversations about our widow journey. Our purpose is to provide our listeners with a window seat into how two young women who became widows too soon are navigating life after their loss. Our goal is to provide another support system to other widows on the same journey to help them feel less alone. You'll laugh, you'll cry, and shake your head profusely in agreement to what Tanya and I and our guests are talking about. So come on in and enjoy the conversation. Hello. Oh, well, hey, Tanya. How's it going? It's going good. How was your week? Oh, it's been it's been pretty good. I spent it, most of it uh, in sunny and warm Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, so, okay. Yes, I had a very good time with my daughter and my granddaughter and my son. I uh, celebrated my daughter's 26th birthday. And okay. so we had a good time. It was just nice being gone in the middle of the week. Because I'm, I'm usually, usually when I go on a vacation, I usually do like a Thursday through Sunday type of thing. And so you get right. back and you got to turn around and go to work the next day unless you take an additional day off. So this was my first time coming back from a trip on a Friday and then okay. having the two days, you know, of the weekend to rest. So... I think that would definitely be the way to go. <laughs> and the travels, but yeah, it's been nice to have okay. two days to kind of recover from the travel and be ready for work, you know, the next day. Okay. Well, how was your week? Oh, uh, well, it's same. <laughs> Nothing exciting going on. I can't wait to actually travel myself. I told you I was thinking about possibly attending a uh, widow camp. <laughs> widow camp. Just to get, yes, yeah, to get me a vacation. <laughs> oh, widow camp. Now that sounds interesting. Where, where did you come across this? Okay, so I happened to be reading one of the sites. Um, I think it was let me double check what that site was because I was like, oh, that might be interesting. Um, it was Say Young Widow and Dating. And on there, they were just think, listing different resources. And one of the resources was if you were someone who was still trying to get through grief or go through some type of um, therapeutic type of you know retreat or something, mm-hmm. you might want to look at... Um, a widow's camp and camp widow um, dot org came up and that's how I came up with the idea. I was like, wow, I should have ran across this three years ago <laughs> <laughs> and I could have probably possibly went to a widow's camp, but it's only for like, I think it's only for three day weekend. So it's like your Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, they had workshops, they have, um things you do in the afternoon so it's it's literally a workshop here but the expense is kind of up there but they do offer 
um, kind of like a scholarship. They call it campship. Mm-hmm. Um, they help with costs and everything. But I guess, uh, what are your thoughts on a widow's camp? I thought it was pretty neat. Well, you know, the first thing, when, when you say, you know, um, they offer the scholarship, it immediately takes me to my son's time being a Boy Scout. <laughs> you know, because they, oh. they had what was called a campership, you know, to uh, help offset okay. the cost of camp. But, you know, Boy Scout camp was like a full week. And lots of fun activities uh, and stuff like that. When I think of Willow's Camp, I, it doesn't make me think of something that would be like a fun getaway. <laughs> it just, right. You know, it's like to, to get away, it's almost like it's a support group amplified, you know, for an extended period of time. And okay. um, I don't know, I just feel like I would really have to see what their, you know, the um, itinerary was, you know, because it's got to be some fun stuff involved, you know, in this to make it worth the money, um, you know, the time away. I wouldn't want to go away to possibly, you know, be sad or, you know, having to really feel the weight of my grief. Especially if they have me go right. to a really nice location, you know, somewhere that's supposed to be fun and beautiful and scenic and all of that type of stuff. So it would be good to see, like, you know, what type of activities do they have planned? Because I would hope that it's not just for, you know, if you're grieving, you know, hopefully the focus is, you know, let's come out of this, you know. And, you know, I hope it would be like kind of when we talked about the support groups. Um, a little while ago, a couple of weeks ago, and, you know, they had mm-hmm. different phases of it, you know, people who right. were widowed for, you know, this is a new time for you, you know, if you're still in the six months to a year, and then, you know, maybe uh, one to three years, and then mm-hmm. you're th- uh, three plus years, you know, because uh, you got to have some levels to that, you know, to really make it work. But then I also think it's so costly. You know, and sometimes I think with widows, sometimes we are a targeted group, you know, to kind of be taken advantage of because, you know, we don't have our husbands. And sometimes in a lot of our marriages, you know, our husbands, you know, are the ones to, you know, make decisions, you know, for the household, you know, uh, big financial decisions or you're making those travel decisions together. And now when you become widowed, you're, you're making these decisions by yourself, you know? And so sometimes when I think about something like this widow's camp, whoever came up with it, you know, it's like, oh, let's create this for this group of people. You know, they have this need and, you know, we can kind of monetize their need, you know, and maybe they're in a desperate situation or position just to, you know, feel something, you know, to not feel alone. So they create okay. this, this Willow's camp. <laughs> <laughs> well, what attracted me to it, because I was like looking at the different seminars, I would like to know what those what workshops, discussion, and intensive seminars are, because they do have that. That's on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Then they also offer the Soren Spirit Semi-Formal Award Banquet, 
And then it was like, you can do like uh, a widow dash 5K run and then, you know, farewell breath. It's like they have a list of things you would do. It is on the expensive side because I believe the um, the next ones are in, um, there's one in July in San Diego, California. And then there's one, I think, next year that's going to be in Tampa, Florida. And they stay at a hotel, so they're not actually in a campground, kind of like, you know, how Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts is. Uh-huh. But they're actually at a hotel, so I think the price of that hotel and everything there is where that price comes into it. But I agree, like, there is... um it is a little bit expensive. I think that's why they call it, um, got the, um, like I said, the scholarship, <laughs> campership, okay? Um, but it, I thought it was still a neat idea for anybody that just became a widow and they don't really have any friends or anybody to, you know, be around because I have a, um, a group of friends and, you know, family, so... I don't know if it's necessarily for me. I was just interested because I'm getting cabin fever again. <laughs> You're ready to go out of town. I don't care what it is, okay? I, widows, uh, like I said, 5K dash, what? I, I sit out here run, ain't ran since uh, fifth grade. Oh, but, no. <laughs> but I sit here run, what you need me to do? Uh, but that's, uh, that's me because I just, you know, like I said, I'm getting the um, itch for traveling right now, but I think it would be good for any new widow that probably just, you know, became a widow and they don't know where to go or what to do. Mm-hmm. Again, and like I said, you know, you do have to factor in costs, but they also offer um, virtual options. And I think they're worldwide. So that's another thing, because I think they have a virtual option for Australia. So it's not just limited. Yeah, it's a virtual option for Australia. It's just not limited to... um one location they do you know so i think they were pretty you know i would say they were pretty legit because anytime you are mentioned on another person's website i feel like there's been research done so uh yeah that's always something but but could you imagine like locally if we could you know if that was an option that was given to people locally like not just you got to go to tampa or you know san diego how about they have like a group that comes to, I don't know, the Michigan Coalition of Widows or something that comes together and have like these seminars or these uplifting um, brunches or, well, let, you know, just. Access too. So with this the widows camp, is it something that was also like equally available to the widower? You know, meaning the men who have lost. Oh yes, yes. So hopefully it's a co-ed thing now. Yeah, that's a co-ed. You know, that might be a little interesting. You know, you might go in find your your chapter two. Yeah, it is co-ed, and the ages are between twenty-one and eighty-seven. Wow. <laughs> yes. That was a, part, said, that was a wide range. 21 yes, 27. 27, the average age of campers is 47, from what I'm reading off their website. Yeah, because I, I can't imagine, you know, my 20-somethings, my you know, going to the Willows camp. Well, we don't know where they're at in their journey. They might actually feel like they have to go. And it, it, see, there's a thing that says, do men attend the camp widow? Absolutely. That's what they say. <laughs> well, you know, somebody Absolutely. was thinking, like, look, 
I don't want to just go to no camp, you know, with, uh, you know, a bunch of women, you know, because we're emotional creatures, you know, and so, you know, men are emotional as well, but, you know, they have a different way of expressing it, you know, so when I just think about Willow's camp and all of us coming together, I think we could have some laughs and, but I feel like it would just be such an emotional toll. Yeah, that is, it's definitely an emotional uh, transformation that would be happening. And I think that's their purpose for the reason why they have it, you know, why they have it is to have that transformation either, you know, to heal or to see what, you know, is holding you back to making the next step with continuing on with your life. So I think that might be part of their mission. They might also, you know, you might actually be an inspiration or a blessing to someone else that's there. Mm-hmm. You never know. And like you said, you can find your, you know, chapter two, if that's the case, you know. And I don't want to down, you know, the, um, uh-huh. the effort, you know, the people that put this together, you know, because okay. quite honestly, I mean, it is a need, you know, for... Um, organizations to put things like this together for widows and all types of groups of people who have lost someone you know there 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 might even be something out there for you know people who have lost children or you know people who have lost a parent you know so it's just another um avenue to provide support you know so i don't want to knock it you know but it was just really comical to me when you first mentioned yeah, yeah, I was about to go to Widow's Camp, but I was like, yeah, I was about to take a vacation. We just need to go on vacation <laughs> together and, you know, leave the kids at home and just go on vacation. You can take your kid to this one. You can take your kid to Camp Widow. And, but the only thing is with COVID now, there are some restrictions. So I'm not sure if they're offering the kids portion, but of course, that's an additional cost if you bring your kid because I think they go through their own separate program as well so it's definitely something if you can afford it or if you really need this particular support mm-hmm. you can also um go you know to it as well i love that they said it's all sexes all genders straight lgbtq mm-hmm. religious not religious widow folks with kids those without kids complicated or conventional relationship anyone who has outlived the person with whom they plan to spend the rest of their life with wow. fits into our definition of widow and that's per campwidow.org wow, so that's really good because you know nowadays we got to be inclusive you know we must right. be inclusive and I think it's good to have this out here because I'm not sure everyone knows that. This is something, like I said, it came, what, three to four years later? And I was like, oh, I wish I'd known that at first. Now, I, you, know, I, you know, I was jokingly with you, like, yeah, I'm going to have to go to Catwood. <laughs> I, I was this close to hitting that submit button. Like, let me just go and I could go and observe and do a little research to tell others about it. But I think it's a good time for um, anybody. Well, anybody yeah this, just, look, let's let's say this let's apply for the scholarship okay <laughs> we yes. apply for it and maybe when they go somewhere you know hopefully once this thing with covid kind of passes and we get you know enough of the you know country's population vaccinated you know maybe you know we'll we'll consider going on <laughs> just so we can you know, get a personal experience to be able 
to really um, let people know, you know, it's a good thing, you know, it's a bad thing. Can you save your money or well worth the money? You know, so yeah, we'll, we'll put that on our, you know, possibility list. Yeah, we put it on our possibility list. But I, like I was saying before, I think it would just be fun. And that just goes back to, because I was going to try to do this solo. That goes back to our solo traveling. I hate to keep bringing it up, but it's kind of like, that's the new me right now. Like, trying to figure out what places to go solo. Like, I know you said you just went to Phoenix. Do you think someone that is a widow that just wants to get away for a little bit, clear their mind, clear their space, clear their energy to go to like a city like Phoenix and be okay and secured and have fun. And Well, you know, I, I think that we could go pretty much anywhere on our own. Definitely. Even if it's out the country, but that just depends on your own comfort level you know what your language skills are you you know you got to be a different kind of traveler to go out of the country by yourself some people are ready for that but um i think any Mm. type of domestic travel you know you can go on your own you know as long as you you have that personality to be able to um you know kind of mingle you know um go sit in a bar maybe at the hotel bar you know and just strike up conversation with people or or my goodness now i'll tell you where was a place that i definitely could have went by myself that was myrtle beach myrtle beach that was like strictly um relaxation you know and the hotel that my girlfriend and i stayed at you know we had this nice balcony uh we were right off the you know the ocean front so I mm. can just went out on the balcony, kicked my legs up with my cup of coffee, and you know, have some morning prayer, read some affirmations, Ooh. have some music on. I could have done that, you know, literally. Okay. And then you know, going down, walking along the beach, you know, of course, when you're by yourself, safety is first. So I would have been walking along the beach in the daytime, you know, no nighttime. Uh, Okay. No nighttime walking along the beach. There was no nighttime walking mm, along the beach. Mm, mm, I've seen enough movies. I don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, y'all want to talk about missing? Not at all. Because then I'll be your your family be sitting up there like, see, she like went off by herself and look at her. Now she missing. I don't want that to be my family's conversation. So wow. you definitely yeah. have to have your um you know, your your safety protocol in place. Because uh, there was like a bar that was around the corner uh, from our hotel as well. And so, okay. yeah, I mean, I think with proper planning, you know, you can do a solo vacation, you know, anywhere, you know, pick out an event. Now, mm-hmm. now, when you say proper planning, like, do I need to look up, like, help me, help a sister out here. Do I need to look up places first before I go or... You know, how do I not stand out as the Lone Ranger out well, there see, and they like Target, right. lock in Target? That, right, exactly. <laughs> That's why you have to kind of go there with a plan and not necessarily having things scheduled, but just having an idea of what it is that you want to do. Because like um, when I went to Myrtle Beach, there was a this garden that was there. I forget what it was called, but I'm going to say something like Bontana mm. Garden. 
And, you know, it got a lot of good reviews, you know, about, um, you know, it was one of the things that was on the list of things to see and experience while you were there. You know, so something like that, if you just look some things up and have an idea of what you want to do, then that way you can kind of, you know, know what type of transportation you need. Do you need to rent a car so you can drive yourself or do you want to call an Uber, you know, or if they have tours, um, of wherever you are, you could pre-plan that, you know, just to have that going. But you don't want to be, I feel like as a single woman, you don't want to be at the concierge <laughs> desk. Like, well, what should I do? You know, because people are standing around. They could be listening, looking at you. You don't want to give off yes. that vibe. <laughs> you know, like, oh, she's here by herself. You know, so you kind of got to not look like you're by yourself, but you can be by yourself. And it definitely looked like you're there with a plan and not like you're just, you know, floating around waiting for somebody to suggest something to you. And mind you, this is coming from someone who <laughs> has not yet traveled by themselves. But <laughs> that would kind of be what I would plan to do. Because I think after I did that, the Myrtle Beach, I was with my one girlfriend and um, we didn't do a whole lot of things. And I was just like, yeah, you know what? This is a trip that okay. I could have myself. Because I was supposed to take that trip a couple right. of years ago, but I was taking my son with me. But even before that, before I had, before I planned for him to go with me, I had wanted to go myself because I knew I was going mm -hmm. to relax, you know. And at that time, you know, he was 14 years old. So I'm kind of thinking he might not want to relax. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not going to go. To, I'm not looking for an amusement park. I'm not trying to bungee jump. I'm not trying to, you know, skydive. I wasn't doing anything like that. I wanted total relaxation. And sometimes you have to go by yourself when you want to do what you want to do and don't want to have people, you know, saying, oh, yo, you're boring. Oh, you're lame. You don't mm -hmm. want to do this. No, I want to do it how I want to do it. I paid my money to do my trip yeah. my way. You know, and I think that's why sometimes people are, going on vacation by themselves and they don't have to worry about the agendas of everyone else. You know? And actually, one my girl, another girlfriend of mine said, every woman should take a solo vacation. And this lady, she just turned, this is a friend of mine that just turned, um, she turned 56 oh, wow. this year. And so, yeah, so that, that that's some words of wisdom. Yeah, she said every woman should take a solo trip. Did she yeah. mention where her solo trip was? Or she she had gone to Florida. She has been to Florida a couple okay. of times by herself. Yeah, and then, and then matter of fact, she was the one that mentioned, you know, like she'll go down to the bar and just you know have her drink, have her meal. If there's someone there to talk to, she'll strike up conversation. And um, yeah, you know, it's just having okay. that freedom. And I think you come away feeling very empowered because we as women, you know, we're just made to feel like, even though, yes, women are, you know, have a higher likelihood of being victims, you know, of crimes, you know, but we can't afford to live right. lives in fear. What we have to do is equip ourselves with, you know, knowledge, self-defense, you know, get some self-defense tactics 
and also, you know, learn the proper way to travel or do anything wrong. Because even when I'm living here in Michigan, my father, he didn't, even, he didn't want me doing anything by myself. And this is just even in terms of, you know, going to right. movies by myself, going out to dinner by myself. And I'm like, well, he go he goes to the movies, everything by himself. But it's like, well, I'm a man, you're a woman, you need to go, you need to go, you know, with someone else. But I just have to, you know, ignore yeah, do what you do. I started doing things yeah. by myself, you know. Because I'm like, I'm a grown-up. You know, we can't always, you know, be in the company of other people. That's just not reality. You're not always going to have somebody to do things with you, things that right. you want to do. So that's that's called put on, that's called put on your big girl panties. I that's moved. what I plan on doing. Like I've wondered if I should do go to an area and just meet up with somebody. I know um, Azaree, who's the founder of Young Black and Widow. Um, shouts out to her. Um, I met her on Clubhouse, attending some of their meetings. And I mentioned about the solo trip. And I believe it was um, Tynesha. Don't hold me to it, Tynesha, if I pronounce your name wrong. Uh, but she was mentioning about, because she was in Orlando. She said, let me tell you, she said, you can go anywhere. She said, you don't even have to go to Disney. It's always like a vacation in a vacation where she lives. So I wonder if I do like Orlando or if I do like, I don't know, Tennessee uh, has been on my list for a minute. Uh, um, I even thought about when you said do a like a tour of the city. I don't know why San Francisco popped in my head with that trolley. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I could go on a trolley <laughs> and be in San Francisco and go on like a wine tour or something. Uh, but yeah, I feel like it's one needed because I feel like I'm just, you know, I don't know if anybody else been feeling that way, especially any of our listeners. Um, after they spouse pass, you kind of waiting on somebody to go with you. But on the same time, here comes COVID mm. and you're stuck. And that's how I feel right now. I'm like stuck. Like our numbers in Michigan were good. And then now we're back the highest in the nation at this moment in time. So it's like, I just want to get to the point where I can just go and be free. But I want to be able to travel by myself without worrying about Mm -hmm. too much of danger. I know I have to have my P's and Q's and have my wits about myself, but I want to know, is there a way, do they have um, solo travel agents out there that will just map out your plan? Like, okay, when you get here, this is what you have. Like they do for like group, <laughs> you know how AAA does the, you can book the uh, vacation package and like, I need mm-hmm. somebody to book the solo package for me. And but solo <laughs> vacation package and on that package, this is what you're going to do. A, B, C, D, E, F, D. And I'm like, okay. And well, you know what? I'm gonna say because there are people out here that are grocery shopping yes. for other people, there is probably a service out there that can plan mm-hmm. your trip. Plan your trip app. If nobody has thought about it, right? Yeah, there you go. There you go. We got your ideas. Madam, I need to tell my daughter because that is right up her alley. She likes the plan stuff. She likes to have things to do and you know, so all of y'all, uh, what do you call them, them OCD people? They, you know, gotta have everything yes. together and organized. There's another business Absolutely. for you. 
Yes. Plan your trip. I want to be able to plan my trip and be able to <laughs> someone somebody plan it for me and say these are where you go this is where you're going, this is your solo trip. And at the end of that trip, I do a survey on if I like those items or not. <laughs> so that's just an idea for somebody out there if they have not already done so. Um create a uh, a business where you plan trips for people that travel solo. Yeah, that, that sounds good because honestly, I, I'm just a laid back person, you know, and I don't need to go because sometimes when people say like when you go somewhere, like, oh, what did you do? Uh-huh. What did you do exciting? I'm like, well, I really wasn't looking for excitement. You know, it's like when you go and visit a place, one of the purposes of going is to visit a different geographic place than from where you live and just kind of see how, you know, someone else is living in their town. I love to go to malls in different places, even though when I'm at home, I'm not, you know, running off to the mall. But usually when I go out of town, I kind of want to just see the layout of one of the popular malls in that, you know, place. And then like going out to eat, you may want to try different restaurants where you're going. and But I don't necessarily need to, like an aquarium or something. Well, if I don't go to the aquarium in my hometown, I don't need to see the aquarium in a new town. <laughs> in another town, unless, unless it like has some type of rave reviews or something like, oh, this is a really good aquarium. Because I think in... Um, where did I go one time where they wanted me to go? I think the aquarium. Yes, I heard about the one in Atlanta being really good. Yeah. And then, like, if I went to D.C., I would definitely want to see, uh, like, the Smithsonian and the, um, the African-American mm-hmm. History Museum that's down there. Those are things, you know, because that's, like, that's historic, you know. But other places, I don't need to, you know, ATV riding. My daughter and my son, they did that. How was that? And, did you did you get on the ATV? Because this would have been a very good time to absolutely. explore and be adventurous. Uh-oh. Absolutely not. Oh. I'm not adventurous. Oh. <laughs> no, you know what? I, uh-uh. I, I, I don't like doing things that are like anything that has the possibility of falling, hurting myself, you know. Oh, dying. Lord. <laughs> I don't want to do it, you know. I do good to get on okay. an airplane, and that's about the highest that I want to go. I, I do that be- out of necessity, you know, but skydiving, I have absolutely no time to do that. Um, you know, I like to do things on the ground. And it's funny, when I was in my 20s, I used to kind of want to do white water yes. rafting. That seemed exciting to me and fun. <sighs> but I just have this thing with, with, with the water. You know, water is... That's uh, yeah, that's yeah. It's a, it can, you know. it can be a, a, <laughs> definitely a problem. Are you um, able to swim? He's saying, oh, yeah, he's saying yeah, it could be a, a problem, problem if you don't know the, uh, if you don't take water safety serious. That could definitely be an issue. Uh, but do you know how to swim? Yeah, and, and I I did take swimming lessons uh, oh, okay. several years ago, 
But um, but I did not. Um, I never mastered. Um, what is it? I never mastered treading oh. water. And then after I took the swimming class, I got good at like my strokes and maybe getting like one or two laps done. But then I didn't continue to swim. So now you're like ten years later. I feel like I'm starting all over, developing that comfort level with water. You know, because now I get in the water, I was trying to do like the backstroke. I kept falling under, you know, and I was like, oh, this is just right. too much. So I, I'm not one of those people either that believe just because you have on a life jacket, no, it's going I, to be well. I'm like, no, that's not my protection. Due to the like, water, no, I'm not going to no Due to the water ever. sports, I would love to <laughs> learn how to swim. I did not learn as a child. I can't even float right now. But if white... Was it you said white water rafting? If that was something that was given an option and I was feeling gutsy, long as the person in the front knew what to do, I would have probably tried it. I would never say that I'd be in there praying to all glory to God that He would let me get back on the land safely the whole time, but. I think I would have tried it once, but I am somebody who would love to, uh, you know, one day learn how to swim. All right, let me scratch the swimming out. Let me learn how to float. I, if I can learn how to float, I, I'd be okay. Okay, I have not mastered um, letting water. Well, let me ask: Does your son? Does your I son put him in swimming swim? class at two years old, two to three years old, and he hated the water. Mm-hmm. So. He was in swimming class actually when um, my hu- uh, my late husband had passed. So when he passed, I took him out mm-hmm. of swimming. I think more so because I was going through a grief period and I really didn't feel like getting up and taking him. And you had to be very consistent with swimming class. It's not like I am now with karate where I'm very consistent with taking him. Um, you have to be very consistent with um, swim. I want to put him back in that class because I feel like swimming is a a necessity to learn Um, because that's a, you know, that's a new part of life too. When you, you know, you can swim or you can do water sports. That's a new type of adventure altogether. Um, Yeah. I just want to learn how to swim because I I love the fact that it's a total body workout. And so, because I'm always, you know, doing different types of workouts and, I'm like, you know, if you want, if you know, if you could swim, you can work every muscle yes. in your body and just go in there and get in the water, do some laps, and there you go. And, you know, and I would say, I hope that you know too that it's never too late to learn how to swim because I took my swimming lessons after I had my uh, son. And I want to say he might have been three. When okay. I took lessons, so I was about 33, 30, Lord, 30, 30, I'm 38. 30. And I, you can do it, girl, because I might have to go again. I might have to go with you. I might be in an immediate <laughs> class, maybe, but I don't know. Like I said, I feel like I have to start over and just get that comfort level because <laughs> now I don't go past the five feet of water. I'm I'm like five one. So honestly, even if I'm walking close to the five feet of water, that makes me nervous. And I'm on my feet. Uh, <laughs> it's like, 
I just don't even want to, you know, I don't want to slip. Oh, no, not slip on the Yes, I don't, I, I want to, I want to see how that works out because my auntie, my great aunt, was an avid um, swimmer. She would go, um, I believe, her classes at the Northwestern Activity Center on Detroit West Side. They have um, classes mm-hmm. for seniors, and she would go and she would swim. That's what she would do. I remember her going as a child. I don't know where I was at. I remember going, but I don't know where part. Did I sit down? Did I go <laughs> sit in the bleachers? I, my, I don't remember doing the lessons, but I know she went to the lessons, and I know she was trying to get my um, grandmother, which was her sister, to go. Um, but yeah, um, that is definitely something that. I may look into because you know that's I like to do some of the water uh, sports. I want to. Um, I'm gonna use an old term that's probably ain't been used since the uh, show Baywatch. But I want to get on the wave runners. I think they call them jet skis now. I always know them as wave runners. Or are they two different things? It's the wave runner bigger oh than the jet ski. I don't know. But I always wanted to get on those. I don't. I know you don't have to learn how to swim for that. Yeah, I never yeah, it's heard like of a, that. I never heard of the mm-hmm. way. Wave I used I got the term for Baywatch girl. I was a Baywatch fan. Uh, I was. I, I thought I was. You know, for somebody who didn't swim, I always wanted to go in the water after watching Baywatch. Like I was gonna save somebody's life. <laughs> but I wanted my son to learn how to because when my had my son, like I say, he was a Boy Scout, so that was a part of the program, and he is a good swimmer. But he did not want to go forward, you know, like with the class. Like he never got his um, whatever the patch was or whatever that you get with swimming because I wanted him to get to the point where he would have qualified mm. as a lifeguard. You know, kids just don't like to listen, you know, because I'm thinking, boy, that's an easy job right there. You know, being a lifeguard and, you know, because, you know, but he was like, he did not want to okay. do it. He doesn't like, I mean, he likes that he knows how to swim. That's good enough for him. He don't want to, you know, like master all of those different strokes and everything that you have to master to get to that um, that badge level. No, merit badge. That's what the merit badge. Yeah, that's the option too. I I think that needs to be something something else we got to put on our list. In addition to solo travel, now we both have to perfect our swim. Yeah. We have to learn how to swim, and I have to yeah. relearn how to swim, you know. And that's kind of a, the one of the good things, and not to say that this isn't something that you wouldn't have done, you know, if your mm-hmm. husband was still living, but it's something about when you have lost your spouse and you now, you know, have all of this time to yourself, you're kind of you know, having to reinvent or realign yourself with new goals, you know, so that could have been something that you wanted to do beforehand, but now it's something that, you know, because you have this time for yourself, you can kind of commit to doing this, you know, in this new phase of your life. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I agree. I think it is something I want to try to commit to do it. And then swimming is kind of metaphoric because it's kind of like your way of, um, learning how, or starting a new journey again, kind of like with learning how to swim, learning how to trust, like you Mm -hmm. said, trust the water, let, let your Mm -hmm. um, body be, I think it's supposed to be lifeless. (laughs) I don't know. I never got that far with the, the, um, floating that's what i said i need to learn how to float 
Yeah, or it's like you're supposed to let the water, like you have, like you said, you got to let go. And that's what we don't do. We get in that water yeah. and our body tense up. You know, it, we tense up because of the fear, you know, but as, as soon as you just let your body relax, yeah. that's what they tell you. So, and you're like, you're going against everything that we normally do as humans, which is like yeah, be in control, you know, of everything. So we have to learn how to let go and let this water hold us up. So that is, like you said, very much like what we're going yes. through as widows. You know, we have to let go and yes. let God, you know, kind of take us where he's going to take us. On That's so journey. true. So we're going to have to come back and, uh, you know, talk later about what we do with the, the Willow Camp thing, or if we just kind of scratch Willow Camp and we just go Yes. I think that's so, I mean, chime in. Um, if you want to leave us a little review or a review on our Instagram page, which is Conversations Between Widows, chime in and let us know. Widow Camp, yay or nay, <laughs> or solo trip. Yeah. Or, yeah, did you go? Did you go to Widow Camp? Let us know yes. how you liked it if you did. If you say, Y'all just need to go on a solo vacation or we should go together. Absolutely. Let us know that too. Bye-bye.